Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about your response reaction. Before we do that, though, let's talk about the Plum Investment Group. Guys, do you have a property you need funding for? Plum Investment Group is your solution. Plum helps land investors grow their business by funding your raw land purchase. It's truly an awesome deal, guys. And just to be clear, this isn't a loan. Plum will actually partner with you by putting up the money. So do yourself a favor. Go check out the website. It's www.pluminvestmentgroup.com. Wow. What's up? Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. You know what today is? It should, it should be a national holiday. <laughs> it should be. The world was forever changed on this day 38 years ago. Yeah. It's like a D-Day. <laughs> <laughs> Shit blew up around here. It never was the same. Uh, well, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. It, it feels nice. Uh, 38. Some people call me a pup. Some people are like, dang, I didn't know you were that old. And yeah. I, I kind of feel like I don't realize that I'm that old. Oh, man. I was thinking about the other day, you know, even though 37, 38, whatever, it feels like like if I said yeah, I was forty, it doesn't it doesn't feel like it would be that far off. Like it's obvious it's not that far yeah. off, but it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like odd to say. Man, it's it's crazy. You know, for me, I didn't really feel my age until we started planning our twenty year class reunion, and they've got us in this group, and I'm seeing people that we're friends with with grandkids. That's the thing too. I was, I was telling that to people. I was telling that to my parents. I was talking to them about it. So. People listening, we it's our 20-year high school reunion will be this year. A Facebook group was started for everyone that graduated with us. Mm-hmm. Justin and I got added to it, obviously. And anyway, inside the group, someone said, okay, who's got grandkids? Everyone <laughs> put their stuff out there. I'm like, grandkids? Grandkids? You ain't even got my first kids. <laughs> uh, but I also found it interesting, too. I mean, you know, do you remember back in 97, we were at Taco Bell and I got shot? yeah uh, seeing that was funny to me too it was like whoa you remember when i got stabbed and shot and i was like wow man yeah and it's not like one random person was like yeah remember when i got shot that person was like said that yeah man i dug down i came back clap 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 (laughs) another person yeah i got shot back here in this time oh you remember that person got run over and killed in front of this place and then oh my brother's dead and and i'm like man I, i i knew we went to the the ghetto high school, but <laughs> it wasn't that. Like I don't feel like it was that ghetto. Okay, Hills wasn't as ghetto. You didn't go to Monig, no. Okay, so the middle school I went to was Monig. We had drive-by drill. I specifically remember. I went to Leonard. Oh, I know you went to Leonard. I'm not saying Leonard was any worse or better. Monig, we had drive-by drill. We, we had, had to learn to duck under the window. We had salt and pepper <laughs> fights. I don't know what that is. Think about it for a second. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah. Anyway, we <laughs> drive. How many middle schoolers need to know about drive by drill? Yeah, but now they got they have that now though. Where they have the uh, active shooter drills. Different from not the gang's <laughs> gonna drive by and shoot no, through I, all the windows. I get you. I get you. Yeah. Anyway, it's crazy to see that what's the journey that some of our our classmates went through because some of the stuff that they were saying, like I was like, man, was I that far out of it? Just to see, but you know. Getting back to you know where we're at now, I, I see my kids and they're growing up, and I've I've started to feel my age on on watching them. But you know, just everything seems to like it's like I don't feel old, 
but like when I think about when I think about my parents being old for the first time, they were thirty six. That's when I remember my parents mm-hmm. being old. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like past that. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I uh, I'll agree with that. Do you think they felt old at that point? It's a different generation, right? Forty is the new thirty. Dude, I have no idea. Like I really don't. I like I I remember my parents used to like poker nights and they'd play poker and all the kids would get together and run around and you'd be all sweaty and just having fun. They'd be out there playing poker and having drinks and stuff. And then we do like the New Year's thing with kids and our kids are running around and they're they see moms and dads having fun and a good time. So I hope that kind of rubs off because that reminded me of that when I was a kid. But I don't know. My memory is I, I'm perplexed. My brain doesn't work like it used to. I need to get some ginkgo biloba going. Yeah. Well, I know one thing you don't forget. What's that? Is the hate, dude. Let's talk about some pushback. <laughs> so one of the things that's really not talked about, like we talk about, oh, I got some hate. You know, they sent me a letter back, and it says the, you know, go F yourself, you're stupid. You know, it sends you an email, and you you get insulted, you know. Everybody's got their own little things that, like, are their their catches. For me, I put Pat Live in, and, I, and you can attest to this too. You know, for me, we did our first mailer, and everyone, well, let me back up because I'm getting ahead of myself. We talk about pushback in the communication. There is a point you have to talk to people in this business. There's there's no way around that. You can't just not talk to them. Somebody in your business has to talk to somebody usually to close a deal. I have closed deals on text message, email, and never talk to them, but there is some type of correspondence there. It has to happen. So our first mailer we sent out, we didn't have Pat Live. We tried to do the voicemail, let it feed, and we would go through that voicemail, and people would just be reaming us out in that. Right. And so then you're still listening to it because you don't know if they're coming, but they're just mad and they're going to come back around because you're brand new to this. And then you get the emails back to you that's like, hey, moron, do your do your research. We sold the property three years ago for four times what you're asking. And I'm like, well, maybe I did my research pretty good. Like I dialed in. Somebody else got screwed, you know, and I'm of the mindset to kind of joke around with it. Like I'll have fun with it. If they're mad, they're mad. I can't change that, but I can change how I react to it. But for me, my personality type is of one that's like a people pleaser or a somebody that wants to lighten the mood. And that is like my thing for this business that I hate. And so Pat Live's in there, and Pat Live's my buffer. Like, I want to find another layer to go on top of Pat Live to go that because, man, it's it sucks sometimes. Yeah. Well, when we started, the hate wasn't talked about. Yeah. Was it just... Well, it, was it a surprise to you? Because I had already gone through it, and I had told you. So It was yeah. a surprise. It, like, so I remember vividly one day, this guy told me that for the amount of money, I, I, he wasn't going to sell me his property over his dead body. And he just was tearing into me. It was this older guy from Louisiana, and I can remember it like it was just, I was driving down Toll Road, and I'm exiting, and he's tearing my ass up for the six-minute drive off the Toll Road. I get home just because listening to him, because I got him on speakerphone, and this guy's tearing me up. And finally, he goes over. He's like, "Over my dead body, you're not getting this property, you stupid son of a bitch." You know, really. And I go, "Okay, cool, man." I said, "I that's awesome. I understand." He's like, "Yeah, you do understand because you're not getting it." And I said, "But will you do me a favor?" And he's like, "Yeah, what's that?" And I was like, "Will you fold my letter up and put it next to your will? Because when you die and it is your dead body, I want your kids to call me." And this dude, he he kind of stopped. He laughed, and then he goes, you're a smartass, aren't you? I said, my parents think so. And that at that moment, I knew it's okay to have a little bit of a sass or a flare back. Yeah, I, I don't. It's interesting because that you know that's your personality. My personality is to get fired up. Yeah. And then I want to go almost like childish on them. Like pull yeah. out things and say things that don't 
bother me or things that I even care about in real life, <laughs> you know, but just to, just to get under their skin, I want to say it. So I have found just to not say anything, not even deal with it. Yeah. It's <laughs> easy to go just straight through, but like when you send out a mass amount of mail, like, so just put it in perspective, we had 20 something thousand pieces of mail hit this week. Mm. And so, and I'm running those through Pat Live, and this is the first time me and you're doing something joint mm-hmm. with Lance. So you're handling the from the title when when I get it under contract, you're taking the title and running it through the sell side with our agents we have lined up. I'm doing the the acquisition side, and so in two days we've we've hit that many people. We've had over a uh, hundred and seventy five responses in less than thirty six hours. Mm-hmm. Some of those people are sweet old Betty Ju- June that call you and say, hey, I don't know if I want to sell. Give me a call back. And then I call her, and she's <laughs> she's beating me up. Another guy giving me a history lesson on timber property in, in the state that we mailed, and it's like, okay. And he's and he's telling me I'm just ignorant and I'm stupid and blah, 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 and I'm just a scum bucket, and I'm trying to steal from old people because those are the only people. And he's glad he has an education because he can see right through my shit, blah, 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 blah. And so that one got to me. And I'm like, listen here, man, here's the deal. Now, I could send out 20,000 letters and say, hey, I want to buy your land. I'm going to get 18,000 responses. They're going to want a million dollars. I'm going to give them $1,000, and we're never going to talk. So I can just say, hey, I'd like to buy your land for $1,000. I won't get 18,000 responses. I'll get 100, and they'll say, yeah, you know what? I don't want to sell it for 1,000. I want to sell it for, you know, give me 10 grand, and we'll talk. Okay, cool. Let me look at it a little bit closer and see if I can meet your price. I said, it's just basic negotiations. And so I'm going back off on him. And we go back and forth for about 15 minutes. I wasted 15 minutes of my day on that. And then I said, hey, we may not agree on this. And I even said, I tried to flip it on and say, if I get a, land, a piece of property back at this price I offered, do you want it? Because you said it's worth 1500 bucks an acre. I offered, I think it was like 450 an acre. I said, I'll sell it to you for $800 an acre. It's yours. He goes, well, I see you sell them for 50 to 75% of retail. I already checked you out. And I'm like, okay, cool. Do you want to be one of my buyers? And he's like, I'm not going to be a part of you taking advantage of some old lady. And so it just, you could never release them. And so at that point I was so worked up. I just kept going. I couldn't stop. And we just went back and forth and I was like, we're not going to get anywhere on this. You're too smart. And I'm apparently too dumb. And he's like, well, I'm not saying you're dumb. I'm just saying you're, you're kind of scandalous. And I said, what's scandalous about it? I'm not coming with a knife to try to steal your stuff. As I'm getting worked up you're again. You're worked up now, yeah. It's, a, it's one of those things. It's like, so when do you push back? Is it okay to push back? Should you push back? And for me and my mental health and my personality, you, sometimes I got to. That was going to be my next question is, okay, so how long do you keep a professional? Are you... Do you have to be professional 100% of the time? Do you fight back? Do you fight back with everyone? Do you just wait until you blow up and go off on them? I, I don't know if there is a right answer because, especially in today's day, you know, it's so easy to research you. It's so easy to, to leave bad comments, right? It's just, I don't know. And I, I think if someone has the nerve to call and call you all sorts of names and tell you you're sleazy and yada, 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 that yeah, I, only... So pe- I, I try to keep it professional to a point where I'm not like yeah. cussing them out. You know, yeah. I'm... I'm explaining, because a lot of times if you explain, I, and my cop-out on a lot of these are, like I had an old lady, she called me back. She goes, hey, Justin, you, I got 150, a 250, and a 400-acre place. You, you offered on 150. Do you want all of it? And I'm like, yeah, if it's all for sale. She goes, yeah, it's $4,000 an acre, not $500 an acre. It's premier farmland. But while I'm talking to her, I've got it pulled up on my parcel software, and I'm looking at it, and she's, she's right. It's got asphalt road all the way around it. It's contiguous like 700 acres. It is premier 
farmland, like premier cattle ranch land up in that in that state. And I'm like, you're exactly right. This is premier. This isn't this isn't for me though. This isn't what I want. I, I I'd love to have it, but this is not what I'm shopping. And she's like, well, what do you mean? And I said, well, I look for recreational property, the stuff that people forget about. That's what I want. And I said, for some counties though, I can't filter out this premier stuff. You're 100 percent right. Your property's worth that. I you, and she's like, well, I've got it listed with an agent. And I said, has it sold yet? And she's like, no. Any offers? No. Well, you know, maybe work on the pricing a little bit. You know, recreational land we see selling for this price around here. We're seeing the wholesale market. And then now I've kind of flipped the script a little bit. But my cop out is that if they're right on their pricing and I'm wrong because it's a, a premier property or I see that there may be a barn on it and they may have had cows on it, I will tell them your property's not what I want to buy. And I'm like, I, I don't want your property. Now it's like, oh, it's it was a mistake on our part. You know, I just don't want your property. And that's an easy way to diffuse the situation pretty quickly. And then a lot of times they want to know, well, what do you do with it? Like, how do you, how, what does your business do? And it's a lack of knowledge on their part and understanding that, hey, we're looking for that forgotten piece and we want to bring it back to the market to get it to somebody else. And that's my, that's my secondary spill. Some people that obviously cop out works, but then some people just want to call in. Oh, they yeah. I just want to tell you you're, you're <laughs> a jerk, right? Yeah, like the, the, like I got one, jerk I got, is the nicest way possible. I got I one say. today that I insult what the, the keywords today. Please remove me from any list or any list in possession or any someone else's possession that you may know. You think we're ignorant. It's an insult to us. Don't waste our time. Perhaps your company should focus on East Texas. We hear they're pretty stupid. And so my response back was, thanks for the response. This is the best one today, you know, <laughs> and you know, when you, because we see all of them, good and bad, come into us, they only see theirs. And that's kind of like when they get the letter, they think it's only mm-hmm, theirs. Mm-hmm. You know, for somebody that's brand new in this niche, you send out 1,500 or 2,000 pieces of mail and you get 25 of those, you are going to think that I made a mistake. Yeah. I remember that myself, Claire's Day. Oh, yeah. And you're like, because you're in these groups, you go to a course, you take a course, and everybody's pumping you up to do this. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be good. You're going to get all these deals. But they don't tell you about, the people that get upset about it. Mm-hmm. And you have to learn to compartmentalize that, kind of segue it, find a way to relieve it out of you, like have a relief valve for it because it is going to happen. So for you out here that have just got into the niche and you're thinking about sending your first mailer or you have sent your first mailer and it's it's in the limbo time, you're going to get some people that are mad at you. And here's the good news though, is that it's always comes in waves. The very yep. first wave, the first, let's call it week, yep. are the haters. Oh, yeah. The mad people. The madsters. Yeah. And then that will come. It'll come on like a tidal wave, and then it's gone. And you're going to feel like, I really messed this up. Yeah. But then right after that comes the The yeses. deals, baby. They just fall out of the sky, <laughs> yeah. and you start counting your equity. While those people are busy calling you and yelling, the other people have signed the agreement. It's back in the mail towards going your way. Dude, I, I'm I am you, I'm glad you said that. Like I was thinking about going to the P.O. Box today, and I was like, you know what? No, I don't need to go yet. I'm going to go on Monday. Because Monday gives the time for the mail to run, and I'm gonna have I'm gonna have five in there, and I'm just gonna be counting, just counting purchase agreements. All right, I like it. I do too. All right, so uh, I think we've said enough. Yeah. Did we give a good answer? Is there a good time to push back? You gotta have a release. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's on an individual basis in your personality type. Yeah. Like I don't see Jessica ever pushing back, and I think about her personality because we're polar opposites when it comes to stuff like that, and so. But for me, I would push oh. back. Okay, cool. There it is. Uh, the AC just kicked on in here, so I'm uh, in this. I don't know if y'all can hear it. But anyway, solid Wednesday, good topic. Go to Facebook, go to Instagram, go to YouTube, give us a like, give us a follow, then go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to wherever else to listen to us, like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. Love you. See you Friday. Thanks for spending my birthday with me.